0: Listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Meet the missionary. We've met this missionary.
1: We have met this missionary.
0: Uh, making a <laughs> making a move. Yeah. Um, How many Ms is, can you throw in these sentences? Uh, I'm uh, impressed. I like alliteration. <laughs> alliteration Wednesday. <laughs> Does that work? No, that doesn't work. Word, wordy Wednesday. There you go. <laughs> wordy Wednesday. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. <laughs> Thanks to Concordia University, of Wisconsin, for supporting the coffee hour. Find out more about them at cuw.edu.
1: Live uncommon.
0: Joining us in studio, the Reverend Dwayne Meisner, former missionary to Belize, now executive director of Belize Mission Society. Pastor Meisner, thanks so much for joining us in studio. Excited to talk about uh, how the Lord has given you to serve. Yeah, absolutely. It's great to be here. So, you've spent some time, you and your family have uh, spent some time serving in Belize, among others, and uh, getting to meet the, the people, the community, learning about the needs, learning the culture there. Uh, tell us about your time in. Belize as a missionary.
1: Ooh, well, it's it's all very exciting. Uh, we all in all, we spent about three years in Belize. Right out about three years, and uh, we went to Belize as kind of the pioneer missionaries for the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Uh, so uh, a lot of the the beginning. Um, aspect or the beginning phases of our work uh, was just cultural uh, adaptation and uh, figuring out how to operate in the country of Belize, learning a little bit more about the people and um, and getting uh, accustomed to some of the uh, unique aspects of the culture. And uh, from there, We built a mission, uh, and we've uh, been able to see a lot of exciting things happen over three years, uh, including uh, expanding our missionary staff to... Uh, now include uh, a second or a a new pastoral missionary there and a vicar and it looks like we're also going to be receiving what we call a a geo-missionary coming up in Mm -hmm. Belize we've expanded our mission sites uh, to uh, four or five different uh, mission sites and there's just all kinds of exciting things happening here so um yeah, it was, it, it was a very interesting time. We started off there all on our own, and we've seen some wonderful things happen, and uh, the the mission expand and grow. And uh, we're excited to see how God continues to use us uh, in my new role um, moving forward.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a great expansion of of the mission field. Uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of good things happening.
1: Yeah, oftentimes I. I I felt like things were just moving along too slowly, but then when I take a step back and realize uh, everything that has happened in the over the course of a, of a short three years, uh, and God has been very gracious, and we've been blessed to see see some neat things going on.
0: Yeah, that's a long list. Yeah, uh, who are some of the the people that you've been able to meet? You know, a lot of uh, church planting and involves building relationships and meeting people. Right. Uh, who are who are the people that you've been able to meet and build those relationships with over the last few years?
1: Well, we, we've seen uh, kind of two different phases, just by chance or by God's design, over our three years there. We started off in one section of the country where we were serving primarily a, 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 a traditionally a fishing village of one of the indigenous groups in Belize called the Garifuna in a, in a village called Sane Bight, and that's right on the sea. Uh, and so uh, th- that was kind of our first contact because of the work of the Belize Mission Society for, for years leading up to my arrival um, they had done most of their work there on the sea in this one village and so as a LCMS missionary that's where I focused all my attention for about the first year and a half then we made as a synod the the strategic decision to move toward the, the middle of the country for easier access to more of the country and, and it's also uh, the capital city of Belmopan and from there uh, it, it seemed God was leading us to reach out primarily to the other indigenous group of Belize, the, the Mayan Indians. Hmm. And so we were able to start another uh, pretty successful uh, church plant full of primarily Mayan Indians in the capital city. So wow. uh, those would be the two primary people groups that we've been working with to date. And they are actually both minorities in the country of Belize. So it's, it's kind of exciting uh, to see how, hmm. uh, see how God's been working through this. Oh. So those two indigenous groups, and who else makes up the the people of Belize? All right. So the two indigenous groups are the, are the Mayans and the Garifuna. Uh, the uh, about half of the congregation is mestizo, um, so kind of a, a, a combination of, uh, of of Spanish uh, speakers, uh, and then we also have the Creole, uh, spelled with a K in, in Belize, hmm. um, which is a, kind of a mixture of. Um, uh of african and uh, and english uh, if i understand uh, the history correct yeah hmm. so the
0: through your time there able to see a lot of of growth you said you know when you're in the trenches <laughs> there you don't really see it until you step back and then you can see the whole forest as right. just the, the the trees um Tell us about the, the the people that have been partnering with you. I you know we're talking about the the Belize Mission Society too, and the work of the society and the people that are involved in that. Tell us more about the the Mission Society.
1: Right. So the Belize Mission Society was founded by a lady named Sue Dorn about 17 years ago, when and she came down and it really it it started off uh, with a a single Vacation Bible School. Uh, that was put on um, by one of our uh, Lutheran congregations here in the St. Louis area. Um, and it, it was really, really successful and a lot of kids got involved and we were in, uh, or they were invited back and they've been doing this VBS uh, ever since then including uh, the most recent one was just here several weeks ago from uh, uh, with a group that was uh, made up primarily of the same same church here from the St. Louis area. So uh, that's all Uh, that's all really exciting. Um, but, uh, for 17 years now, this program, this organization has been expanding to include not just VBS, but, uh, but also uh, eyeglass clinics and dental clinics and, um, uh, various other medical clinics that uh, that they've done, we have now expanded to include a uh, a feeding program that gives a healthy meal to some uh, uh, to some struggling families or with uh, with school aged children. Um, dozens of them are, are receiving uh, healthy lunches and breakfast every single day now during uh, on school days. Uh, we do leadership training. We do sports camps. We do scholarship programs to help uh, kids who are motivated and families who are willing to support uh, a, a good chance to uh, to continue on in their education and hopefully get uh, get a good job and all kinds of other things so right now we are at uh, at a place where we have grown to um, to bring down about uh, 11 or 12 short-term teams from various uh, congregations, mostly Lutheran up here in the United States, down to Belize to uh, support the the work of the ongoing Belize Mission. So uh, the Belize Mission Society started off kind of all on their own um, uh, for a number of years, but some, uh, some years ago uh, we... Began a partnership, a formal partnership with the LCMS, uh, so that uh, our work now um, is uh, specifically supporting the uh, ongoing work of the the Belize or uh, of the. Uh, LCMS missionaries on the ground, of which uh, I was one, and mm-hmm. now I just kind of switch roles a little bit, <laughs> but also working for the same mission. Sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what is the impact of all of that? That's a long list of programming and, and things that, um, that these mission teams are able to, to help with. What is the impact of all of those things on the ground in Belize for the people there? Well, it depends on who you talk to. A, a <laughs> lot of uh, a lot of the the work that we do uh, will go towards serving a particular individual or a particular family. Um, <clears throat> other work that we do will support the uh, the overarching mission of uh, or the overarching Lutheran mission in Belize that uh, that also gives support to the to the local missionaries here. Uh, others will be more of a support for the community, so uh, I can give little examples of uh, of each one um, mm-hmm. for. Uh for supporting the overall um, the mission of the on the ground missionaries we have just played a, a vital role the Belize Mission Society has played a vital role in uh, in developing the very first church property in the country of Belize so we, we now have our own uh, church building in the village of St. Bight um, that we have helped to, to fund and now that we, we're bringing down teams to help uh, with the construction for the individual community uh, of St. Bight for example in the past uh, Belize Mission Society has played a significant role in uh, building a community basketball court uh, for uh, for the for the villagers and and that has actually played a surprisingly uh, um, positive and, and and wonderful role in um, in giving some of the younger younger men especially uh, an outlet for for getting out some energy and developing relationships and uh, and using their bodies in positive ways and uh, other good things like that um, for individuals too Uh, One of the stories that I love to tell is the story of Miss Rennell, uh, uh, a lady who has uh, got to be a good friend of mine. Um, I I didn't know anything about uh, Miss Rennell uh, whatsoever up until about a year and a half ago, but the Belize Mission Society has been uh, serving her in various ways for a number of years, with Bible studies and with different projects. Um, Miss Rennell, uh, who... Uh, who has given me permission to, to share her story whenever, uh, whenever I want to, um, was living a, a pretty uh, normal life um, as a cook for one of the uh, kind of home kitchens, uh, one of the local restaurants there that's been operating for a while. Uh, but uh, she started running into all kinds of challenges, um, uh, many of them uh, kind of beyond her control, uh, a number of years ago, she, uh, she's she been dealing uh, with the, the struggle of diabetes, and uh, that has led to her needing to have one of her, her legs amputated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all of a sudden, you, know, you can only imagine uh, someone with limited means, um, a, a single woman, a single mother, uh, trying to uh, navigate life and trying to so- provide for herself and, and for her kids. Uh, all of a sudden... Um, being without one of your limbs when you depend on that limb for your for your job and for uh, for your sustenance um, so uh, the police mission society has uh, recently uh, helped her out with uh, wheelchairs and uh, we've helped her out with uh, building her a wheelchair ramp to her home uh, we have provided her with a uh, an indoor shower, which she did not have uh, mm-hmm. in the past, and uh, have been a, a tremendous help with uh, also sending uh, uh, nurses and other volunteers from the United States to her home to help her out with some uh, some education and with uh, testing strips and, and things like that for monitoring her, her diabetes so her problem doesn't get worse. Well, uh, we have also uh, recently helped her to get uh, fitted for a prosthetic. So she is now getting back on her feet again. So uh, all of these wonderful acts of mercy and acts of Christian love have been shown to uh, my friend, Miss Renell through the Belize Mission Society over the years, and it just keeps on uh, building off of that. But uh, about a year and a half ago, uh, the former director of the Belize Mission Society, uh, said, you know, I I have this lady, Miss Rennell, who I think you should meet. I think she would enjoy meeting you, uh, Pastor Dwayne, because uh, you know, at the time I was a I was one of the on the ground pastors, and so I said, sure, uh, introduce me. She introduced me. We asked if she if she would be willing to have me into her home to uh, to study uh, the Bible with her and study the Small Catechism with her, and she. Uh, she enthusiastically accepted, and I worked with her every single week for uh, about a year. And now Miss Rennell has become the very first confirmed uh, Native Lutheran, uh, Native Belizean Lutheran. So uh, that's uh, that's really exciting. That's really cool. This is the way that the this partnership was is supposed to work out between the LCMS and and uh, Mercy organizations like the Belize Mission Society. It's a, a wonderful success story, and so I, uh, I love to tell it. <laughs> Thanks
0: be to God. Yeah. And we Indeed. are. We are just about out of time. <laughs> How can we stay up on
1: what's going on with Belize Mission Society? Uh, very easy. Uh, just visit our website. Sign up for our newsletters. We're still in the process of uh, getting through this transition phase, but uh, I'll be keeping people up to speed on everything that we're doing. Just visit uh, www.belizemissionsociety.net. Thank you so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Thank you. I'm Andy Bates.
0: I'm Sarah Golseth.